Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And welcome into our number two on this National Radio Day. Welcome aboard to the Outdoor Show. And we were talking about alligator hunting. We saw that picture on my Facebook page, Chris Riley. The Alabama season is open uh, they they got a what would have been a 12-foot gator, but he was missing about a foot off of his tail. Congratulations to those guys. Alligator season in Louisiana will be opening up shortly. And I know when tourists come to Louisiana, the one thing they want to make sure they see is an alligator. Well, there's a lot of people who are interested in hunting alligators. Uh, they don't have the tags to get them. It's a highly regulated season. But they want to get out there and get a gator, and uh, we have a guy on the line that can make that happen, Grady Galliano, who is the manager over there at Hunt the Island in Paradis, Louisiana. They offer exotic hunts, whitetail, bird hunting for quail, pheasant, and chuckers, and they also do alligator hunts. Grady, good morning. How's the gator crop this year at the island? Morning, Don. The gator crop is great this year. You know, uh, Hurricane Ida last year, we were only able to hunt two days before we had to start preparing for the, uh, for the storm. And then uh, after the storm, everything was just torn up. So uh, we, had to, we had to shut down after that and do repairs to all the lodge and all cabins and stuff. So uh, out, of, out of 31 tags last year, we only filled two of them. So uh, there's a lot of gators out there this year. Well, we had a lot of fun filming the show for Bayou Wild TV, a lot of excitement and fun hunting gators. Tell me, tell me how an alligator hunt goes for a customer when they come out to the island. Uh, we either do it by, uh, you know, baiting a line and checking the lines or, or we ride around and, uh, you know, if you see one just, just swimming, try to, uh, grapple hook them, uh, by throwing a weight with a hook, trying to catch them that way. Uh, we usually start in the morning about seven o'clock. By the time we pass all the lines, it's about 12 o'clock. We stay, uh, come back to the lodge, we eat lunch. And then, uh, by that time it's really hot and the gators are not moving around. So we wait till about three thirty. We go back out and do the same thing all over again. So it's a, it's a fun full day. And what happens to the alligator once it's taken? Oh, once it's taken, uh, we take it back to our lodge and we have a guy that cleans it. Uh, you know, uh, prepares the meat, prepares the hide for however you want it. Uh, you know, to get done if you want it for le- for leather goods. You know, to make wallets or, or belts or stuff, or, or if you want to get it uh, mounted to make a rug or fully mounted. We have all that uh, available at the, at the island. Well, God bless those guys that clean them because we were talking about that. And that's, oh, yeah. one of the, that's America's nastiest, dirtiest jobs for sure. Well, Grady, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and book a trip, uh, you have the great lodging, y'all great, great meals y'all serve, and then, of course, the gator hunt. They can probably even fish a little bit there in the bayou if they'd like. Tell them how to get in touch with you guys. You can either uh, get, uh, get in contact with us on the website at huntyisland.com. And uh, fill out a, a web contact entry form, and uh, my assistant Jasmine will will, will contact you back uh, either by phone or by email, or you can call me uh, directly at nine eight five 
637-9177, and we'll take and, care of them. And what are the dates that the Gator season is going to be allowed? It's, it opens the last Wednesday of August, and it goes through uh, the end of October. All right, so that'll be August 31st, and uh, you know, I strongly suggest you get your trip in early because you know sometimes we get a little early cool front and it shuts things down. Yeah, it slows them down once it starts getting cooler. And we only got 10 tags left. We got we got 10 extra this year. We have 41 tags, so when we only have 10 of them left. So anybody's interested, get in touch with us. All right, that's HuntTheIsland.com. Uh, Grady Galliano and Grady, thanks for joining us, and look forward to seeing you guys. And keep us up to date on how the Galligators are coming. Send us some pics. Sure will, Don. Thank you. Alrighty, Grady Galliano over there at HuntTheIsland.com. It's in Parity, Louisiana, uh, probably I'd say 30, 40 minutes southeast, uh, southwest of New Orleans. All right, we come back after this. It's time to get our report from Captain Mike Gallo. Find out where he's been fishing and where he's going to give you advice to go and what to use to catch them. It's all next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, and there's our music to talk to Captain Mike Gallo. We'll have Mike shortly. I want to remind you his reports are brought to you as a service of CETO. What a great organization. Uh, for $199 a year, that is your membership. That will entitle you to get fuel drops 24-7, tow you in from wherever to wherever, jumpstart you if you've got electrical problems, whatever it's going to take to get you back to the dock safely and keep your trip going. In most cases, it's CETO. It's like having AAA on the water. It's peace of mind for you and your loved ones, and it's just one phone call away to Captain Chris or Pinello. Call Chris at 504-301-4545. If you prefer to do it online, it's very easy. Just click to CETO.com. And Captain Mike joins us now. And, Mike, I'm looking at the radar. You guys seem to be in the clear right now, but I'm sure the way these storms are popping up and moving across the Gulf inland, uh, you're probably going to encounter a little bit of rain uh, today and maybe the same thing for tomorrow. What's your plans? Well, Don, i tell you, I am in Wrigley's Pass. We pulled over to make this call. And just before I pulled over, my marine weather radio gave me a marine warning there's a big storm over by the Kenner area, and this marine warning says that it has the potential of producing winds up to 30 knots. So if anybody's in that southwestern corner of Lake Pontchartrain, should really watch the weather for the next, I think it's 45 minutes. Yeah, it's moving it's real moving. quick. I, I'm watching it right. on the radar, and it's approaching the causeway right now, and it's a diagonal line that's running from northeast to, uh, I'm sorry, northwest to southeast across the lake. and. Uh, it should hit the North Shore probably in the next, uh, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, for the direction we're going, you know, southeast, we're headed toward the Biloxi Marsh. It's not going to be an issue for uh, for us, but I certainly wouldn't want anybody to run into any problems. That's a lot of open water yeah. out there on that edge of Lake Pontchartrain. Anyway, I have my group of Texans in town uh, mixed in with a group from North Carolina, and we're all going to the Biloxi Marsh to pursue redfish. And this will be my first time this week pursuing redfish. Uh, on the days that we were able to get out with the way the weather has been, we've still been fishing the deeper passes with live shrimp on the bottom, catching a mix of speckled trout and white trout. Lots and lots of small speckled trout. It wouldn't, I didn't keep a count, but I would certainly say we caught over 100 fish yesterday and returned to the dock with a little over 30. So lots and lots of small speckled trout. Now, I would assume by October 
they become legal size. But as of right now, there's just a tremendous amount of small ones. Right. Uh, any uh, redfish action? One of the boats went for some redfish yesterday morning, first thing, over in Lake Catherine. Uh, I think they caught four. Two were undersized and two were keepers. And then they're all communicating on on the phones with one another. You know, the clients are. And they hear that we've already got 15 trout, so let's give up on the redfish. And they came over to some of the deeper passes and started catching trout with us. Got it. Well, Mike, you got you got a mix there. You got Texans and North Carolinians. Is this a little competition, friendly competition going on over there? Yeah, it's two separate groups, but they've crossed paths before, staying in the lodge. So it wouldn't surprise me if they got a bet going. I didn't actually hear of one, but it certainly wouldn't surprise me if somebody, you know, said, "I bet you we catch a bigger fish," or "Mine's going to have more spots," or whatever bet they come up with. I might even put a little uh, wager out there on it. Well, Mike, uh, yeah, I always sure. get people wanting me to ask you, triple tail, uh, this might be a good day. Uh, you know, if the winds lay down like they're talking about, south wind at five knots, that might be good conditions. But you got to have the, 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 the structure out there, the crab trap floats. Have you seen any? Right. Like I said, this is my first time going to go to the marsh this week. Uh, I'm expecting to see some crab traps, and we'll certainly look for them. I just haven't been so far this year. We've seen two and have not connected on either one. Yeah, it's a slow triple tail season for sure. Well, Mike, if somebody wants to get you, uh, we got pictures of you on my website. You got video on your website at uh, aaofla.com. And, uh, well, you got a telephone too if people want to call you and check out availability for fishing and getting your lodge booked up too. Give them that, that telephone number. Sure, very easy to reach me. Number is 985 781 7811. If I'm on the water and not able to answer, just leave a voicemail. Got it. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Y'all have a good day and be careful in those storms. Thank you, Don. We'll talk to you next week. All right. There he goes. Captain Mike Gallo updating us on his neck of the woods. He fishes Lake Catherine, Lake Pontchartrain, Lake Bourne, uh, North Biloxi Marsh, and even uh, gets a little close to that Mississippi line sometimes. All right, uh, check in on our text message board. It's 504-260-1870. Uh, some comments on our buddy Tofio Bourgeois. This is the third anniversary of his tragic plane crash that took his life uh, much too early. He left us. He was a part of this program for over 15 years, uh, fished with him on television on a regular basis, and just a great guy to be around. He was very, very talented from uh, many aspects. Uh, his one said, I never met him, but I enjoyed listening to his laughter and his advice on the show. Yes, we all did. He had that unmistakable voice and laugh. Here's another one says, I miss Toe and Ginger so much. Uh, Ginger was his partner, and there was a lot of mornings in the wintertime. Uh, we'd actually get his fishing report. He and Ginger would be sitting in a deer stand, a box up there in uh, what he called Red Dirt, his property in Mississippi, and giving us a fishing report there. Remember all of that well. All right, got another report on that, that strong cell that stretched from the river to the lake. It's moving uh, northeast and uh, across Canada. Now it's in the lake. And if you're around Lake Pontchartrain, uh, definitely wait for that, that storm to pass out of there. It should be calming down after that. All right, we're hearing from, uh, let's see, somebody's cat named Peter needs prayers. <laughs> and uh, he loved to hear Captain uh, T give his report while he was hunting or fishing. Yeah, he, he did that, and he did it quite well. 
All right, I'm still looking for anybody that can uh, help out some of our audience with dove hunting spots. You know, there are some wildlife management areas, public areas that are open. Uh, there's also some lottery hunts. You can check that out on all the websites. Um, I applied for a youth hunt in Alabama, and uh, I got picked. Me and my, uh, you've heard him before. He'll be with us probably on the radio show, uh, Drew Dubuque. Uh, he'll be joining us, and uh, we'll be making that dove hunt on the second split over there in Fairhope, Alabama. I'll be in Texas in two weeks, and we'll be hunting white-winged doves with uh, daughter number one, Cherie, over there in Woodsboro, Texas. All right, we come back after this. It's Paddler's Report time. We've got a big tournament coming up next week. It's called Ride the Bull. Brendan Bayard will comment on that and also give you some fishing tips if you fish out of one of those plastic buckets with pedals. <laughs> Actually, a little more than that, a lot more than that. We're back with Brendan. Right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Hey, you got to stroke that P-Rog, stroke that canoe, that paddle craft. And some folks uh, have pedals. I've been in a pedal, and I much prefer that. Keep your hands free. Well, we got a special report for the kayak fishermen. It's called the Paddler's Report in conjunction with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club, and it's a presentation of Massey's Outfitters. You're going to find them in New Orleans, Mid-City, Baton Rouge, and also Covington. They've got the best kayak fishing models, Hobie, Jackson, kayak, native watercraft, all kinds of accessories for the paddling fishermen. Check out their website for products, and also don't forget about those demonstration days. You'll find all the details at MasseysOutfitters.com. Also check them out on Facebook. Brendan Bayard is one of our field reporters for the report. Good morning, Brendan. Are you over in Gulf Shores fishing this week? Yes, sir. I'm a little bit closer to uh, Fort Morgan, but that's where I'm at right now, and uh, we're about to... We're about to be fishing. We got a little late start because we stayed up fishing on a dock all night. So uh, it is what it is, but we're about to get it right now. Well, like some people say, you only live once. How was the nighttime fishing? Uh, it wasn't too bad. It was, uh, you know, a few few trout, a bunch of catfish, croakers, all the kind of stuff you, you, you know, typically catch at night. But, uh, you know, a couple of nice ones. Not too bad. Uh, yeah. It's... Uh, Slow uh, into the summer kind of fishing, you know. Yeah, Trout easy. Get a little bit smaller. Easy and relaxing. Um, we got the ride the bull coming up next weekend. Uh, you fished in the passes down there at Caminata Pass for rookies or someone that's going to sign up and never fished it before. Give us some advice on catching a big bull red and competing in that tournament. Yeah, uh, you know, fishing crack crab or cutting mullets uh, on the bottom. Uh, you know. With a with that many people, anchoring is is really like a tough proposition. So I would, you know, try to fish a place where you can drift without an anchor, and then repeat that drift again, keeping your bait on the bottom. Usually, a pretty good chance of hooking up. Just I mean, just as good of a chance as anybody else out there. Uh, there's a couple of good spots that I've I've done pretty well at uh, around the bridges uh, in some of those channel. Uh, channel ledges that are over there by the rocks uh, a lot of good spots in that area but uh this time of year you know the bulls are in there the crabs are floating through the pass a lot those those bulls are in there eating those crabs getting fat getting ready for the uh spawn coming in october and uh they should be starting to get thick in there and and, and there should be lots of bulls to catch right now you know brendan dealing with a 30 inch bull in a kayak how do you land the fish what are some of the equipment that you use or technique to, to get that fish close they have a boat that comes and picks them up but you still got to land the fish yeah um a fish a fish in the 30 pound class you probably want 
you know, either a big net or a, a big bow grip. I, I carry a net that's got probably an opening on it almost uh, two and a half, three feet wide. It's a real short handle net. I pull that fish right up next to me, and sometimes I'll, I'll sit side saddle in the kayak, put my legs out in the water, and just put that put that fish right next to me. Put that put put his head in there, and and kind of cradle him in as I lift him over the edge. Sometimes that weight shift is the most dangerous part about putting that redfish in the kayak with you out in the water, especially if there's some rough uh, current. But um, not too not too difficult once you uh, once you take your time, just relax. Uh, the, I guess the biggest part is just to not get too excited and, and get into a situation where you'd slip out of the boat. But if you take your time, that fish gets tired. He's not going anywhere. Relax. Put him in the net or the boat will grip and pull him over slowly. Yep. Let him pull you around and wear himself out, and then he's much easier to deal with. Uh, Brendan, what about etiquette? You know, you mentioned uh, instead of anchoring, you go up, uh, let the co- the current take you and, and kind of drift fish and then start it over again, repeat. Uh how about, you know, when you encounter other, there's going to be a lot of kayaks out there in a small, confined area. Uh, talk about some rules of etiquette when you're fishing with kayaks. In tight yeah, conditions. I mean, if you if you see somebody anchored in an area, uh, you know, it's I, I would try to generally stay away from that area just because uh, not only do you not want to fish in a, in a spot that somebody's anchored at, but you don't want to deal with the problems that will arise. If you cross lines with somebody and you have, you know, several other people around you while you're trying to untangle some lines and heavy current in the pass, it just creates a problem. So uh, best to just uh, try to find some open area, stick to that. It's, it's really all pretty much the same. When those fish come through, uh, they will circulate through that path and you'll see a bunch of people hook up at once. Uh, they, they migrate throughout the path the whole day. You'll see an area where, it's kind of like dove hunting. You know, the doves come through, and whenever those people are in the right position, they catch or they shoot, and then the, then the school goes to another area, and those people catch them. And so you just kind of wait for them to cycle through your area, and uh, you should be fine. All good stuff. Brendan, uh, finally, before you go, uh, CCA Star wrapping up Labor Day weekend in a couple of weeks. Uh, how's the kayak divisions looking? Yeah, there's a couple. I was looking at the leaderboard the other day, and uh, there's a couple of spots that, you know, they give uh, – they get plaques for up third place in each division. So there's a couple of open spots. If you uh, have a free weekend between now and the end uh, on Labor Day, you should get out there and try to uh, uh, fill up some of those empty places. I think uh, east there was uh, 4.2 and 3.9. So, you know, you catch, a, you catch a fish around four, you might be third. If you get lucky, you might be first. Uh, I know a few friends that are out there targeting trout this morning and uh you know with the with the historically you know seasonally low river we've had the east has maintained pretty good this year uh and uh you know they're certainly catching trout at grand isle and and big lake always so uh you know always a possibility to to catch a nice fish even late in the year even though it's not traditionally when you would win uh i think the uh you know maybe you know being a tougher year you still have some opportunities still hanging on at the end here all right brendan we're gonna let you catch those fish over there at fort morgan thanks so much for the report and we'll catch up with you next time all right don take care all right hear the birds out there chirping all right that's brendan bayard our paddling reporter and we come back after this it's time for well a bad guy uh he he posed as a charter captain but he was not properly licensed 
He's our bad boy in the outdoors. His story is next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque. Right. All right, uh, you heard me talk about uh, cooking uh, with some of Uncle Larry's products. He's got that flavor enhancer. We went out there and filmed the show on mushroom foraging last week and picked some chanterelles uh, out of the Pearl River Wildlife Management Area, also known as the Honey Island Swamp. Use some of that flavor enhancer and a little butter and heavy cream. And minced garlic, oh, they were fine. Well, he also has the Ready Set Gumbo. If you don't want to cook for hours and chop all the ingredients, he takes all that headache out and sells you the Ready Set Gumbo. He's also got a product called Stew in a Few, and I've used that for dove breasts, and it's excellent. I also want to try it with one of those roasted chickens. But anyway, he let me know that he's going to be at that St. Tammany Home and Remodeling Show. It's at the Casting Center uh, both today and tomorrow at 10 till 5. And if you stop by Uncle Larry's booth, uh, he's got some free samples for you. Just tell him you heard it on the radio show, and you're there to check it out and let him know what you think about it. He's a River Road boy, born and raised, and uh, believe me, he's he's got the right stuff. That's going to be today and tomorrow at the Castine Centers, the St. Tammany Home and Remodeling Show. Check out the Uncle Larry's food booth. All right, and right after we pause 10 seconds, we're going to come back and tell you the case of the Charter Captain in Personator. Right after we let our local stations identify themselves along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, on July 29th in Jefferson Parish, Agents Lieutenant Davis Madare and Sergeant Stuart Guillory, acting on a tip that a brulee Louisiana man was going on four hire charter trips with clients in June and July without the required charter fishing license. So many of these cases start off on calls to that Operation Game Thief anonymous hotline. The agents then made contact with Austin Revolt in Grand Isle on July 29th, and he admitted to taking clients on charter trips without the required Department of Wildlife and Fishery charter license. The Wildlife and Fisheries requires all charter fishermen to have a U.S. Coast Guard captain's license and the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Charter Boat Fishing Guide License and proof of at least $300,000 liability insurance. All of that needs to be in your possession while you're on the water and fishing. So for two counts of failing to comply with charter boat regulations, facing a maximum fine of $1,900 and a possible 120 days in jail is 24-year-old Austin C. Revolt of Bruley, Louisiana, our bad boy of the outdoors. And I got to tell you, uh, no shortage of bad boy <laughs> stories. Uh, we got a, a, a Gonzales man in St. James Parish with a DWI. Uh, we got four more people busted for over the limit on Red Snapper. We had a cutoff man, uh, boating violations. We got a Zachary guy hunting deer in August. What is going on with all these people? We've got a Hammond guy filing false records on his boat. Whew, I tell you, it's hard to keep up with all of that, and uh, our enforcement agents have a lot of job security here in Louisiana. But it's not just Louisiana. Uh, there's other states, too, and occasionally we'll give you some of that information, too. Some states are not so um, available. They don't make it available for you to, to get this information on names and details. I don't know why. It should be public information when uh, the government makes makes cases. Anyway, getting back to our alligator season coming up, did you know that the uh, state reptile in Louisiana is the American alligator? I got a, a chart with all the different state animals of Louisiana, and uh, that's our 
official state reptile is the alligator. And if you want to get in on an alligator hunting, if you missed it, we talked to Grady Galliano a little bit earlier at HuntTheIsland.com right there in Parity, Louisiana. Had 10 extra tags they had, and uh, since there was a hiatus, a storm interrupted their season last year, the outlooks are, are really good for catching one of those big gators. And by the way, check my Facebook page. Chris Riley and those Alabama guys. You know, Alabama, not surprisingly, I've known this for a long time since I met a guy from Somerdale. And uh, Alabama has some of the biggest alligators. And it's because they've got those deeper rivers that, that empty into those marshes. And the habitat is just conducive for, for bigger alligators. Where in Louisiana, we have a lot of shallow marshes and not quite so much deep water. But all in all, we still outnumber them a lot by the alligators. But as far as size... Uh, Alabama does uh, get right in line with those big, big bull alligators. All right, when we come back after this, we're going to talk to the plastic man. He deals with alligators. He keeps his dog from getting eaten by him during teal season. I'm talking about Captain Ryan Lambert. We call him the plastic man. I think you know why. He does not like putting stinky dead or live bait on his hook. He likes to use that plastic, and the fish seem to love it too. Back with his information right after this. On the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And we call him the Plastic Man, Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. And, Ryan, I'm looking at the radar, and uh, so far you guys down there have been spared. But uh, don't hold your breath. I think you're probably going to catch a little rain sooner or later today. I think everybody's going to get some. Oh, yeah, I think it's it's uh, it's after me. I mean, yesterday was terrible. I mean, it's rain everywhere. I'm supposed to go to Noliasi tomorrow, and you got a tropical storm hitting Noliasi tomorrow. <laughs> oh, gosh, it's following me, buddy. Are you going? So, are you headed down, or are you going to delay your trip a little bit? I don't know. I, I think I'm going. I think I'm going to go because by, by 7 p.m., you know, you, I'm supposed to hunt tomorrow evening, you know, fly in the morning and fly, hunt tomorrow evening, but I – that that storm's gonna hit tomorrow morning, but you know I'm gonna fly into Texas and then drive down. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll call it in a little while, but I think it's moving fast enough to where by tomorrow night it'll be behind there, and I can still hunt. You know, Monday and Tuesday, and try to get in maybe Wednesday morning hunting, then come home. Now I got to fly home earlier than that, so I hunt. You know, I still get four hunts in, so I just gotta get my eye right. You know, the little teal birds are coming, so. <laughs> Yeah, well, you get enough, you burn your barrel up on those doves down there at Nolahase. Are the customers already down there? Is the season open, or is it opening up uh, this weekend? No, it's open. It's been open for a week now. And, uh, you know, there's 14, 15 million birds. I mean, yeah. you know, I I don't have to kill a thousand like, like some guys. You know, I kill my hundred, and I quit. You know, I'm done. So, you know, but that's enough to get you right and have a good time and, you know, it's it's the great eating is it's just a fun 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 trip. So that's booked up solid. Cajun fishing adventures booked up solid for months to come. So it's good. I tell you, the fishing here this week was it's been tough. A lot of big fish, but not a lot of keeper fish. It's a strange thing. I've never seen less keeper reds in all of my years of fishing down here than they got right now. You know, it's, you're uh, not the only one saying that. We talked to Kirk way out in the west. He's experiencing that. Daryl in the central really? part of the state. There's there's kind of a void on those slot reds. Nobody can kind of figure out what the deal is on them. I think what happened was, you know, year before last with the spawn, the river was so high that the eggs didn't float. When they when they, they lay them, they float out there for a couple of days. If the salinity is not right and they sink, well, guess what? You You lose them. And I think we lost the spawn. The only thing I could see, because the bulls are there, you know, it, 
you know, millions of eggs on each one of them. So if you lose the spawn, and plus when they come in, they get eaten because there's no cover. You know, you end up with nothing. But we've seen a lot of 10-inch fish, so that's from last year. So hopefully, you know, I think year before last, we just lost the spawn because yeah. there's, you know, the keepers are tough. Speckled trout this week were a little tough because of the wind and rain, but it is what it is. I went yesterday and got me some new earplugs. You know, hearing things for us to shoot, shut off when I shoot, and that's so important. Everybody needs to start getting ready, start working their dogs real hard right now, get them in the water too, and get in that grass. Because, boy, look, kill season's coming and the vegetation is thick. So these uh these new earplugs are really really good. I mean, I could hear like like uh you know normally they 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 kind of muffle. These son of a guns, you could hear everything. Man, they good. And then when you get that real loud blast, it, it filters it out. It just shuts off, yeah. Yeah, those are so great. So these, these are the best ones I've ever seen. I went to Dr. Sokolo's office and got them. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, they fit them for your ear. Boy, they, they, I really like them. Rechargeable, the whole nine yards. So I think I think these will be pretty good. Yeah, a lot so of guys get them to, when they wear them around the house. So when the wife's talking, they kind of <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have selective audio filtration, SAF. So, yeah. So, <laughs> Uh, you know, yes, dear, and huh? <laughs> it works out just fine. So we're going to get out there. I, I was going to say, getting back to those redfish, you know, it's times like this when these conditions uh, are conducive to where we lose a spawn, that we've got that in place, that those 27 inches are, are turned free and we've got a moratorium in the Gulf because the spawning fish are there. They're going to come back because we've got the breeders out there, and without them we'd be in trouble. But you know, it takes eight years for a redfish to get about that size before it starts spawning. So it's good that we have that in place. It, it won't take yeah, long you for know, fish to come. When you have those massive breeding schools and they don't, you know, you're not looking at small fish breed, you know, they're five, five and a half years old when they can join the, the offshore schools. And that's why it's so important not to keep those bull reds. I mean, there's no reason to keep them. The, the, the meat's not good, and, and there's less meat on a on a 25-pounder than they have on a 10-pounder. So, you know, throw them, let them back. You know, there's a lot of them right now. They're fun to catch, but, you know, don't don't abuse them and don't keep them. You know, there's no yeah, reason with, to keep them. With good pictures and measurements, those taxidermists can reproduce them with fiberglass, and you got your mount, too. It's oh, the reproduction is even nicer. You know, they and they last. You know, they're not going to flake off and start, you know, degrading over the years. So, a uh, few teal sightings so far, not a lot. Uh, I, I have more ducks in my yard. I actually got a wood duck showed up now too. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like you. I hope I get a bunch of them <laughs> just to watch. <laughs> well, mine left and didn't come back yet. I've been checking on them. I had a couple in there a week ago, but uh, the big flock hasn't returned yet. I'm hoping to see them real soon though. I miss them. Yeah, the black whalers <laughs> will leave on the next full moon. They'll leave out. They'll migrate down so we'll get that and then i got two limpet limpkins now oh yeah so, well you know what yeah. if you got a male and a female you might have a whole crop of them <laughs> yeah i need them because <laughs> snails everything in my yard is pink now from eggs so yeah, yeah it's a good thing to have them i still haven't well, heard that funny noise y'all talking about yet yeah well you'll you will and when you hear it it's, it doesn't sound like anything else what we're talking about is limpkins which is a, an invasive species uh, from south of the border, and they're starting to show up here, and they eat apple snails, so that's good news. But we're seeing more and more of them. But if you haven't seen one, uh, Google it, and you'll see a nice little picture. It's Limpkin, L-I-M-P-K-I-N, I believe is how it's spelled. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, 
Okay, well, listen, be safe uh, down there at Nolejase and uh, get, you know, you're good at the spam. By the way, uh, Aprendo Espanol. I'm, I'm, I'm really going to start, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm studying it right now and uh, making a lot of progress on it. I took it in high school. I used to talk with some guys from Puerto Rico and when I was stationed with them in Germany, and I kind of lost it over the years, but I'm going to get it back. You know, it's the best thing I ever did was learn Spanish, and I did it at $29 at Barnes & Noble back then when I learned. But you could download it. Learn Spanish in your car. You could download it on your phone. In six months, I was talking on the phone. You don't have to spend a great deal of money to do it. You know, it's very inexpensive, and it works. So that's the best thing I ever did. No matter where I go in the country or in the world, I, speak, I can speak to everyone. Got it. All right, my friend, we'll talk to you next week. Be safe and uh, take care. All right, there he goes, the Plastic Man. And when we come back after this, we're going to hear some final words from our buddy, uh, Captain Tofield Bourgeois. Always good to hear his voice again. And uh, we'll wrap it up, tell you what's coming up on Future Bayou Wild. Season 9 we're in. We're working on 10, but 9's going to be in the can, so we'll tell you what's ahead. Right after this, on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, uh, looking at our text message board, you know, we were talking about the state reptile of Louisiana being the alligator, and uh, someone says they thought Mary Landrew was a state reptile. Oh, that's a mean joke. I'm going to give you a little bit of an assignment before next week. Um, what we're going to do is uh, ask you to name some of the state animals of Louisiana. We've got a state mammal. We've got a state dog. We've got uh, a state bird. We've got a state crustacean. We've got a state insect, a state amphibian. And, of course, the state reptile is the American alligator. We told you that one. So do some research, and we'll check and have a little fun with that next week. All right, here's another text. Uh, any reports from Lake Buff? Any cleanup since Hurricane Ida? That's from Big E from Thibodeau. Big E, I have not got any good reports from Lake Buff. You know, I need to check with our, our friend, the, the crappie psychic, and find out if he's been there searching it out. It's got a lot of storm damage and the whole area probably looks a lot different, kind of moved some of the marsh around, so we'll see if we can get some reports there. Uh, here's another text. Hey, Don, just dropped off my neighbor, Armstrong, who's connecting with the buddy, then heading off to Alaska as part of this year's Cajun invasion. The break from this climate is worth the price alone. That's uh, Joey listening to us, I think, in Pearl River. Yeah, the uh, Alaska Cajun invasion, if you want to get an idea about fishing and, and enjoying Alaska, what she's got to offer, Go to our Bayou Wild TV website and look at some of the past episodes of our Cajun invasion. Uh, we fished everything from the small streams and creeks for uh, salmon, all types of salmon, the silver salmon, the king salmon. Uh, we caught the offshore species, lingcod. We also caught uh, the giant halibuts, um, you know, the dolly vardens. But the, the, the scenery uh, kind of takes your breath away, and kind of sometimes you kind of lose sight of the fishing. And as Joey mentioned, uh, you get away from this hot, humid air. You know, every time I go to Alaska, I've been 17 times to Alaska, and when I come back and I hit that New Orleans airport and I get off the plane, it's like, oh, yeah, the humidity and the heat hit you, and then you remember why you have gills when you live in this area. <laughs> But Alaska, is uh, it's a bucket list. If you've never been there, put that down. And the time of the year to go is uh, early August and, and July. That's when the fishing kind of gets at its peak for most all the species. You can really clean up on all of them. But also, uh, you know, before the weather changes because Alaska gets brutal. Uh, right now it's the time where you have very little darkness. I mean, maybe 
maybe an hour, and it's not truly dark, dark. I mean, it's kind of twilighty, and then the rest of it's daylight. And it's amazing how <clears throat> life goes on 24-7 in the state of Alaska. All right, about time to wrap it up. And, uh, again, this is the anniversary of uh, the death of one of the very important participants in this program for over 15 years. I'm talking about Captain Tofield Bourgeois. We wish his family well. I know myself and all of our staff and a lot of the listeners certainly miss the, the voice of Captain Tofield Bourgeois on this show each and every Saturday morning. So uh, we say goodbye, but uh, not forgotten, Captain Tofield Bourgeois. And we'll kind of go out right here with a little bit of Tofield's voice from the past. See y'all so next you want to get anything set up, man, you can call, call Josie. we got an in-house, in-house concierge now, set up facials and massages and swamp tours oh, and Lord. crab excursion, frog and pig hunts, whatever you want. We got it there, cuz. I'll tell you, I'm going to finish loading this plane up, Don, and uh, we'll catch you out next Saturday, cuz. Let it work. Roger out. Roger out, Captain. See you next time. <laughs> All right, Don. Take it easy, man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 